justice ensure domestic tranquility. Don't tell me Hello, 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 hello. It is the 29th of June, 2022. And welcome to the second episode of the Natasha Divine Show. I am obviously the host, Natasha Divine. Um, here we are. So I do have some updates on some stuff coming up. Um, next week, tentatively, <coughs> Excuse me. Tentatively, we have two guests. As you probably know, uh, Monday, which is the next upcoming show, is Independence Day, the 4th of July, July 4th, the birthday of this great nation. Um... So we'll have a little extra patriotic theme show. Uh, we'll talk about some American history and constitution stuff. And uh, tentatively, we'll be having Uncle Heshi, Heshi Tischler. He is a New York rabble rouser uh, who was run for office a couple times. Um, so you want to check him out. He was working against uh, the lockdowns and uh, vaccine mandates and mask mandates, all that kind of stuff. He's doing some good work out there, so we'll touch base with him. Also, uh, next week, we tentatively have, I put it an asterisk, tentatively, because you never know what could change in the scope of a week. They may Something happened. I don't know. Who knows? But tentatively, uh, uh, next Wednesday, a week from today, uh, we're going to have activist and uh, YouTuber um, Hussein Hill. He has a YouTube channel uh, that he uh, runs, and he can talk a little bit about that when he comes on. Uh, and then we have some other potential special guests who have yet to uh, confirm a date. So I won't mention any of those until I have at least a tentative date. So that's what uh, the updates about the show itself are.
uh, updates in Illinois politics is obviously the primary is now passed. Um, primary day voting was yesterday. If you follow me on uh, Facebook, I have a Facebook page, The Natasha Divine Show. Uh, I went live on there and I believe the live video should still be viewable there. And it was my voting experience. Uh, it was a little different. This is the first time I've ever been to a voting uh, a polling place where there was only paper ballots. That was interesting and different and new to me. Having been an election judge before, we always had both options. In this case, we only had the paper option. <clears throat> um, in my case, they gave us, it seemed pretty normal. Um, they maybe looked a little bit surprised that I requested a Republican ballot. Um, just because I guess they figure, you know, uh, Republicans are like going to be just old church ladies or old men that are like white with hats or something. I don't know what they exactly um, were expecting, but in any case, I got my Republican ballot. I voted for Max Solomon, Bobby Patone, Dan Brady. Dan Brady did win the primary. Uh, my other guys were all outsiders. I kind of knew that they weren't necessarily going to win the primaries. And part of the reason for that is the, the issues that I described on last week's show with the entire concept of the primary system and the flaws with that. Uh, but in any case, primaries still exist. So uh, Darren Bailey as expected, won the uh, Republican primary for the governor's race to face Prisker. I didn't actually realize until yesterday that the Democrats actually had a second Democrat um, running for governor, but Prisker took it because it was like some no-name woman that no one's ever heard of. Uh, so the incumbent obviously won the primary there on their side. Um, what I heard about a lot online, though, was which was a different experience than my uh, experience, was that I heard a lot of people saying that they would not give them a ballpoint pen to do the paper ballots with and to me that was a little bit disturbing because people were saying they were being given sharpies now a sharpie obviously can easily bleed through our other permanent marker can easily bleed through right and that renders the ballot unreadable in the scanner because you'll have black spots coming through in spaces where it's it's not a scan line, right? Where it's not supposed to be one of the squares. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed, of course, not super surprised, but disappointed to hear that uh, a lot of people were basically forced to use a Sharpie. 
um, which means they had to be super light handed while trying to write, I mean, try to scribble or black in the box because they tell you if like, if you watch my stream, it's, it's, there's little signs and everywhere that tells you everything about it, but it tells you to black in the box completely. So you want to black in the box completely, but if, when you're using a Sharpie, making sure the box is all the way black and then also making sure that it's not going to bleed through is kind of difficult. Um, so that sucks. I don't know how many votes were spoiled uh, by that. And when I say spoiled, I, that's a, a technical uh, election judge jargon. A spoiled ballot is essentially it, it's ruined and they can't count it properly. And generally speaking, a spoiled ballot, uh, it's marked and set into like basically like a throwaway pile, but not the garbage, right? It's like a pile that a, a box or bag of, of spoiled ballots that we all collect. And then you're supposed to give that person a replacement ballot. And then you have to write down, you know, this person, they had a spoiled one, it went in the bag. Now we are, or box, whatever. And um, now we're giving them a second chance. But what happens to the people who don't have time to go and do it again? They came there on their lunch break or something like that. Or they just go to put it in the scanner and maybe the scanner mistakenly accepts it. And when they go and do a hand count, that counts as a spoiled ballot. So... That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, just I, there's not really a way to really say it otherwise. The people being forced to use Sharpies was is something that needs to be dealt with. Um, but anyway, the results of the primary, as I said, were as expected. Um, I really hope that some of the people who did not win, who are really good candidates, continue to push on. Now, I don't know if they're going to. I haven't heard any updates on that stuff yet. I've been looking on their social media pages and things like that. Um, like the people who I was endorsing on Monday's show. Um, so I don't know what their plans are. The people, the, the good candidates who did not win the primaries, but maybe Maybe some of them will push on and run as write-ins or independent write-ins even better. But that's an update for another time. Now, um, by the way, we will have uh, the call-in section of the show coming up probably about 10 minutes, we'll have a, a, an intermission and we'll uh, go live with the phones. Um, I just figured it would be better to kind of like talk a little bit first and then open the phones. It was, yeah, last time we kind of just had the phones open the whole time. And then, I don't know. I just think this would be a better format. Hey, it's a brand new show. I'm just getting the bugs out. 
So uh, once again, as it says on the ticker, if you would like to be on the show, go ahead and send an email to oi at bleachbattalion.com. O-I at bleachbattalion, all one word, dot com. Um, and that includes um, entertainers who, you know, might be uh, on the same political wavelength and maybe, you, you know, you're not getting any support or um, exposure coverage because uh, you support freedom and everybody else in the, you know, whatever music or comedy or whatever you do uh and in, in, in your scene is, is maybe a bunch of lefties communists whatever so hey get in touch if you feel that you are an outsider with an important message relating to freedom of course i'm not going to have anybody on here promoting any uh terrible ideas unless we're specifically having a debate now if you want to have a debate that's the same email. Go ahead, oi at bleachbattalion.com. I would love to debate somebody from the left, but a thinking person from the left, not just one of these crazy people that just yells out these uh, two or three word maxims, you know? I have had several debates uh, that were scheduled that the people ended up backing out of, um, like on YouTube, um, there was some guy who was like, I guess, anti-Semitic, or I guess he called it counter-Semitic, whatever. Uh, anyway, he was not a fan of my people, not a big fan of the Jews. And I was going to debate him on some of his, uh, you know, preconceived notions about the Jews and so on and so forth. But he, uh, backed out two days before and, uh, another guy was like a, like an Antifa person, but then somebody told him that debating me would, uh, you know, be giving a platform to the fash. Apparently, you know, believe it or freedom makes you the fash to these brainiacs. Um, so I have yet to have a broadcast debate. Now, of course, we've done, you know, at protests and stuff, you have a million, you know, debates on the street with the other side, but I would like to do a, a broadcast debate where somebody will, like, come and argue with me and actually argue some points. Like, they actually have something to say other than, oh, well, that's just right-wing propaganda. Like, you don't know how much I get. Like, that's propaganda. And it doesn't even have to be anything that's exceedingly, like, right-wing. They're just going to say it's right-wing propaganda. Like, it would just be something that even centrists could relate to. I can't, I'm not, I don't know what specifically right now, but generally speaking, and and just, no, they don't, they don't want to debate. They don't want to get into it uh, with actual concepts and, and facts versus you know historical things i'm 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 interested in doing that i don't know i think anybody who's watching this would probably enjoy that i really do think 
somebody who would love to watch me debate people because um, when I was in school, I was a debater. I was a pretty successful um, debater when I was in school, traveled around and won some different awards and things like that, you know, uh, Molly UN, Student Congress, all that type of stuff. Um, National Forensics League. So I love to debate. So come on and argue with me, change my mind. Maybe it'll convince me of something. Maybe, maybe, you know, the, the hard, the hard left, they always overlook the concept of any type of persuasive outreach they just have like an echo chamber of people who are pretty much already marginalized and either don't have an opinion formed or are already leaning their direction. If you're on the other side, it's almost like you're contaminated or infected and, and, and it's permanent, you know, like they, don't consider the fact that maybe they could present their ideas to someone on the right side and convince them of something. It's almost like as if they know that their arguments are not convincing to anybody who isn't already brainwashed. Hmm, I don't know. Is that the case, perhaps, a little bit? I think it is. Because... What if you could convert me to your viewpoint? What if you really had a good argument for why socialism um, would work differently? <laughs> I know, come on, guys, like, it's funny, but but maybe, maybe they could convince somebody, but they never try to convince you. They just try to condemn you and try to attack you personally, and they try to just tear you down and gaslight you and, and tell you that you're a bigot or that you're some kind of racist or that you're the fash or a fascist um, because you disagree with them. And it's like, I wonder how sustainable that is, you know, like for a political movement, eventually that's not going to work in their favor. Right now, I, yeah, they, they draw the line because they want to divide, divide and conquer. You know, they want to be like, oh, well, you're a marginalized group. And, oh, that's the, uh, you know, the presumed power identity, whatever white people or, or whatever in the dichotomy. Sometimes they'll pick, if there's no white people involved, they'll be like, well, the male, if it's two black people or two Asian people or something, or they'll they'll start doing the oppression uh, Olympics where, well, this person is a black man, but this other person uh, is a disabled Native American woman. And so she has more like uh, oppression points or something, whatever. But they never want to just do the old fashioned persuasive argument. They never ever in my experience and I've been dealing with the left and arguing with them and everything for a long time. I really have never experienced them trying to give serious argument, but rather they just try to attack the person. 
Um, so that being said, going to take a quick little break here. Um, and then we'll be right back and open up the phone line. Officially open, you can call 515-602-9751. That's 515 area code. And uh, no, I'm not honestly sure what that is. It's just a, a, a digital one. I don't know where that is. But 515-602-9751. It's also should be right along there scrolling, I believe. It should say the phone number. Uh, so if you want to call in. Call in. If you don't, then don't. I can't force you to call in. Um, so there's that's that <laughs> as far as the call is. The phones are open. Uh, so back to, as my daughter calls it, politics, politics, holly tricks. Um, right before the intermission slash break, whatever, I was talking a little bit about um, how the far left people, they don't like want to debate. They don't want to have an honest argument about anything ever. And they say that they're given a platform to fascism if they would like have any kind of debate with a patriot, you know, of, you know, and that generally is covering like all stripes on the right. They they don't mean like, 
only like hard bellicose nativists or something they're like won't even talk to like libertarian kind of you know socially liberal people who are within the overton window you know um in case you're wondering if you don't know what the overton window is the overton window is um the tiny window that's considered the normal acceptable realm of politics and so if you shift the overton window one direction that allows certain things in but other things get obscured um so it's the window through which you look at what's currently acceptable or considered mainstream um and it has been shifted quite left over the last couple decades um last several decades what used to be considered really freakishly extreme is like expected to be accepted um like what used to be fringe is is mainstream now um but of course from the left side what's fringe on the right is, is still not mainstream uh, and hopefully, I mean, the Overton window gets a little bit wider. It seems kind of narrow within the last, uh, I don't know, 20 years or so. It's a very narrow window. You can only see like this much of, of the political reality. The rest of it's obscured. Um, is that like Illuminati or something? <laughs> I'm just trying to make a window with my hand. I guess that's not, you know, people are going to start conspiracy theories now is because, of, hey, you put your hands together some kind of way. It's a gang sign or uh, what you call it, Illuminati or occult. Everybody thinks that they know something about the occult, you know, especially uh, the left wing people. They think that they're, they know magic and all kind of stuff, you know, they're going to do uh, a hex. Remember that group Green Fire? They're going to do a hex uh, and curse Trump. Uh, if you don't know what Green Fire is, Green Fire is a fake-ass environmentalist uh, Antifa group, mainly based, I believe, in Portland. But they they have some chapters elsewhere. But they're they're uh they think they're witches. That's the special thing. They're not just regular Antifa. They're like doing Antifa hexes and Antifa curses, and they'll like make some kind of weird concoctions and bring it for the other anti-fascists to drink, and that will help them do something or something I don't know you know and I really don't know how that's going to coalesce with them supposedly supporting like Muslims as a marginalized community 
Um, so it's just a little bit weird. I don't it just I mean it's weird anyway, right? I mean it's not normal to say that you can do magic and that you're gonna like hex your political opponents and that's going to like work. It probably isn't gonna work. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Um now now, I'm not saying I have a problem with people who have alternative religions, but generally speaking, if you're trying to you curse people, you're really just cursing yourself because you're just sitting there full of negative energy and hate. That's not good for your own personal health. And you think you're going to like channel it into like, well, you're going to shoot some magic at some evil or bad person. And, uh, you're just like activating all your hate. So I don't know how that's good for your blood pressure or, or anything. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that was green fire. They, they used to think that they could put a hex on. So rather than debate someone on the right, they would like say that they're doing a ritual tonight and they're, they're going to um, call up so-and-so demons, angels, all this stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, we know that like most of the left-wing groups are crazy anyway, but this was a particularly crazy uh, group that I remember. It is... Oh, yeah. Okay. Hold on the phone. One moment. We're having some technical difficulties with the phone, and I will be right back.
All right. I think we got the technical stuff worked out. It was just going to be like a weird whole red screen on the uh, app for the phone call and that's not good. You know, <laughs> just a whole red screen. How the hell am I going to know if somebody's calling? But now, yes, you can call in if you like. Um, and also, you can chat live in the YouTube apparatus there. If you're looking at this through the website at natashadevine.com, if you're on a mobile device, you have to scroll down to see the chat. It'll be below the video. Obviously, if you're looking at it on a regular browser, it's right next to it, and I don't have to tell you where to find it. But if you are looking on mobile, remember to scroll down to be able to see YouTube chat. Okay. So, anyway, back to uh, talking about some things. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, now that we're past the, the primary, which was like the political talk of the town uh, for a, a little bit, I think we could get back to talking to, about actual issues. Hey, actual issues, right? Those were a thing. I think they were a thing. They, they used to be a thing. Actual issues, a thing. I'm pretty sure actual issues are a thing. Um, yes, they are. So, um, some strange noises are going on outside. Um, what I have been noticing in the, uh, political discourse recently is like a lack of belief in in what other people claim to be saying. Nobody takes anything for face value and they think that it's got to be so much weird and deeper because there's been so much weird and deep stuff that's gone on that now when you say, oh, I believe in this, people go, well, what do you really mean? I've like, I've been getting that like on Twitter. I've had a couple different people left-wing people go, well, what do you mean you don't want any gun laws? Or what do you mean freedom? I had, I had to correct somebody that said, well, when you say legalized freedom, what freedoms are you talking about? The freedom to murder people? It's like, first of all, it's freedom, not freedoms. It's not itemized. Okay. And anything that kills someone or forces someone else to do something that is taking away freedom. I don't know how why I have to really explain this, but we'll we'll take it back from folks who have been like uh, tied up in this subterfuge of all this crazy shit they've been reading on the internet and watching on uh, CNN or whatever Fox News, whatever they're watching. Um, there are actual people in the world who literally still believe in freedom. There is not a list of freedoms with an S. Like, oh, well, you have this thing. No, freedom. Stop trying to itemize it for me, okay? 
maybe some people are confusing freedoms with rights. Rights and freedoms are not the same thing. Rights are given by the creator or providence, whatever you want to consider. Rights are naturally born and government it either infringes upon them or helps to protect them. We hope that you get people in government who wish to help protect your rights. But a lot of the time, obviously, there have been people who have been infringing upon your rights. Now, your freedom is more of an all-encompassing term that includes all of those natural rights. Uh, but I, I, I just don't like when people do that and they're like, well, which freedoms do you mean? Freedoms? Is, is, no, there's no S. It's freedom, period. Legalize freedom. That's why I have that as my campaign slogan, legalize freedom, because freedom right now is basically not legal in the majority of the United States right now. You have governors who think that they can just mandate things for you to do for your health because they decided that they trust this doctor more than whatever medical source you trust. Uh, we have a ridiculous amount of infringements on our natural right to self-defense uh, in the form of various stupid gun laws. Uh, and when people go, what do you mean? You really mean you don't want any gun laws at all? You don't mean that. Yes, I do fucking mean that. No gun laws. Okay, what does it say in the Constitution? Shall not be infringed. When you make a law saying what type of gun or what demographic group can get guns or how many bullets or how fast it can shoot or, or how big the bullets are, this is all an infringement, okay? I get to decide what I feel is appropriate to protect my person. The government is not supposed to decide that. But yet for many, many years, that's exactly what they've been doing. They've been making laws about what type of gun, a high capacity magazine. Um, if you remember several years ago, they lifted it, but there was an actual ban on some of the most popular gun, like the nine millimeter was, you couldn't, you couldn't legally even manufacture that or have it. Um, obviously they changed that, thankfully. Uh, but it's just an infringement after infringement upon infringement. And the statist side, both on the left and people who claim to be on the right, they are in it together. They're not all like, oh, well, the Republicans are all like, guns, 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 guns for everybody. Woo! And then the Democrats are like, no guns. No, they're both chipping away at your rights. You got people like Dan Crenshaw and uh, Lindsey 
we'll call him Lim Z uh, Graham, who they just simply don't respect the Constitution and they want to make red flag laws, all this bullshit. And, and, and these guys are supposed to the right wing, you mean the safe enemy for the other side. So it's like when you have a fake right wing, what? Why even bother supporting it and acting like it's going to do something for you? Like, oh well, yeah, they're not really right wing, but I'm still gonna go and support them because like they at least pretend to be right wing like how how stupid is that you know there i mean red flag laws are not only unconstitutional they're fucking cruel and sick think about that i could under a red flag law report someone as being unstable because of any type of reason think about for example women who have an estranged partner. The boyfriend, who may be an abuser, perhaps. Maybe the wife, ex-wife, woman, whatever, girlfriend, got a gun because their fear of being threatened by their now ex-partner. Now that partner ex-partner, estranged person, abuser, whatever you want to call them, they can report this person in red flag laws and say, well, you know, they're not talking to me um, because they've become mentally unstable. I fear for the safety of the people around them. Um, I know that they have a gun. They're threatening me. Anytime you send a, a shitty text to that person, they can be using that oh haha they could gaslight you and get you to say something and then delete the text that they sent to you that made you say that and then they got you looking crazy on a text okay red flag law now they could take the woman's gun away and he can go in there and do whatever he wants essentially because he knows that the gun has been taken away um then there's the other thing of not not even just the perception of people who are abusers but the government itself they're not supposed to be able to say anything about your right to self-defense but if they're specifically taking your gun now the government knows for sure that you don't have a gun and they also know that you're considered mentally unstable so what if you're a problem to them what's to keep the local police from red flagging you and coming in assassinating you essentially if you're considered a problem in the town. Nothing, really. I mean, it's going to be not a lot of cleanup when they have supposed proof that this person was so crazy and violent that we had to have their guns taken away. You know, it shouldn't even be up for debate. Okay, if you want to defend yourself with an, an, an axe, defend yourself with an axe. If you want to use a, uh, a knife, 
It's a cool act, right? Um, if you want to use a knife, use a knife. If you want to use a gun, use a gun. The point is, is freaking self-defense. It's not about hunting. It never was. The, the Second Amendment was not about, oh, well, you know, hunting rifles and and this is uh, to, you know, shoot deer and stuff. I, I don't eat deer. I'm a vegan. I don't care about going to shoot an animal with a fucking gun. A gun is to protect yourself and your family. Period. Anybody who's going to go out and kill with a gun was going to go out and kill anyway. They're a killer. That's what killers do. They kill people. Just because they couldn't access some specific item to kill with, you think they're going to give up on their own personality type? They're going to change? Well, you know what? They have gun laws around here, so I guess my plans for mass murder are foiled. Boy, gosh. That's not what's going to happen. It's never happened. It never will happen. What did I just watch uh, earlier today was a man randomly opening fire in Brooklyn, New York. I thought he had gun laws there. It was strict, right? Got some guy just randomly shooting people on the street because he had an illegal firearm. He's crazy. But there you go. The regular people don't have a gun because they're scared of getting in trouble with the fucking law. They don't want the fucking police coming to their house going, oh, I heard that you uh, have an illegal firearm or blah, 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 because then now they're the criminal. They don't want to be around criminals, period. Uh, but if they get caught with the illegal gun, they're going to have to go into jail with all the criminals. So what do they do? Most of them just abide by it. They comply. They don't get a gun in areas where you're not allowed to, the majority of people. And so... You have an atmosphere that's ripe for criminals to just come and abuse it and to act like that's not the case is ridiculous because sanctuary cities have the strictest gun laws and also the most gun violence. That cannot be denied. And by gun violence, I mean against people, not, you know, I guess you could say gun violence, maybe, you know, I mean, from Maybe at a vegan, I could say gun violence maybe would include shooting a deer. You're killing something. Technically, that's violent, regardless of what you're going to do with it. But no, gun violence, I specifically mean between humans. So before we start skewing the numbers at all. Um, there would be a lot less gun violence if people were more gun friendly. Because number one... They stopped teaching gun safety in schools because guns became such a scary thing that you, oh, you don't want to, it's not for kids and stuff. But actually, it should be because now you've got young guys who want to join a gang and people are getting massacred because these guys can't aim. Okay. They don't know how to shoot. Maybe if you taught them respect for a gun, they wouldn't just think it was a killing tool. Hey, let's go out and this is uh, something from a movie. We're going to go out and kill everybody who's on the other side of the gangs and shit. Now, maybe if we were still teaching gun safety in schools, it would just be another thing like, oh, man, you know, I 
guess I could kill somebody with scissors, but I'm not going to because it's something I'm learning in school. You know, I mean, the point is you got people killing people with guns who are criminals and you got people who are law-abiding citizens complying to things that basically make them unarmed and right in harm's way. So yes, when I say no gun laws, I mean no fucking gun laws, guys. I'm not like joking about it, you know. And they say, well, what do you mean defund the government? Well, yeah. Do, do you not understand that government doesn't have any money of its own? It's not a normal like business. It is literally funded by the citizens. The tax dollars are the only money that the government has or else they take out loans from other countries, which they have to pay back with our tax dollars. So in other words, tax dollars are the only money that the government has or and ever will have. They take it from the citizens. There's no independent. When people say, oh, man, we need to do that. Yeah, the government's going to pay for it. The government is broke. Everybody around you is paying into it. That's what's really going on. And I I can't believe how many people actually think that like government funded means free. And these people go to college. Many such cases, sad. <laughs> many such cases, very sad, very sad. Um, well, we're getting towards the hour mark. So we're going to be ending a little bit, um, probably 10 minutes or so. Uh, but 90 seconds. 90 seconds, the phone lines will be open. 90 more seconds. So if you want to get a call and call right now. But then again, like I said, this is only the second episode of the show. I'm not really expecting too many calls, but at least I'm working out the bugs of the technical side of how to accept calls. So that's a good start. Um, in any case, the... 60 seconds. Shut up. I don't know why my phone girl is British. Fucking red coat, fuck you. 30 seconds. Anyway, uh, I would love to be able to debate somebody that has an opposing viewpoint if they could only actually debate. That would be great. So I'm just going to bring that back up. If you hated everything you saw. And every word you heard tonight, and every opinion expressed pissed you off, send an email. Let's hear what you have to say. And if you're not completely, you know, insane, and if you have some sort of lucid <laughs> uh, type of conversation that you're interested in uh, participating in, I'm 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 very, very interested in doing that. Um, as I said, next week uh, we're gonna have Hussein Hill, Heshi Tischler, uh, maybe 
maybe some other people, I don't know. We're going to get more and more people coming on. Uh, also, like I said, if you're in a, a band or you sing or do something like that, come on the show. We can put you in a little box. You can just get some exposure, some uh, a chance to say your piece. Even if 10 million people aren't watching it, at least you got to say your viewpoint. And that's really what this whole uh, thing is. Frankly, uh, part of the reason why I'm even doing this show is because I've just been so shadow banned on social media. Um, it's okay for other people to post about me, but if I go and report it, oh, hey, it's okay that they're doxing you or they're using your photos or whatever. But for some reason, when I go on as myself, I just get like brigaded. Um, not quite as bad since I've had the candidate accounts, uh, but they still have even deleted stuff off, off of there. So doing this show, if they don't ban it from YouTube, is a pretty good way to be able to, you know, reach people. Most people have access to uh, YouTube. If not, most of them uh, can find it on my website. And I'm also uploading these to Spotify, usually like the next day. Um, by tomorrow morning, this episode should appear on Spotify. And the video seems to be working fine. Um, it also will appear in an audio format, but it's not really the same. I mean, I think it's cooler to listen uh, in the audio if you just are stepping away for a moment. But it's kind of cooler to uh, check out the video part, especially like if there's an intermission or something. Right. Um, but in any case, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. But um, please do continue to check out the show every Monday and Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Central. That's 11 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, I don't know what time was that, 9 p.m. California? I don't know if anybody in California even watches this type of stuff <laughs> i'm sure some of them do but i mean if you're from california fucking figure it out yourself whatever time it is but it's fucking monday and wednesday okay guys so we're going to uh see you on monday july 4th with a patriotic special and even though every episode is patriotic um we'll have some special you know july 4th themed stuff It'll be good stuff. You'll love it. So please enjoy the rest of your week. And I will see you on Monday. Don't tell me how to live my life. Don't